بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسول الكريم ما بعد وعن انس رضي الله تعالى عنه ان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم كان اذا اكل طعاما لعيق اصابعه الثلاث قال وقال اذا سقطت لقمه احدكم فليمد عن الاذى ولياكلها ولا يدعها للشيطان وامر ان تسلت القصعه قال فانكم لا تدرون في اي طعامكم البركه رواه مسلم continue the hadith which we began the discussion yesterday just to recap in this hadith many of the adab and etiquette and sunnah that pertains to our eating are illustrated for us eating is something we do at least three times a day although that in itself is against sunnah actual sunnah was rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam would partake just of one meal a day however whether we eat one time or two times or three times at least we should try and practice upon these various sunan adab and etiquettes that are taught to us particularly as we mentioned yesterday if you are in the habit of using utensils fork and knife spoon etc let us try and stop that and refer revert to a much more simpler form or manner of eating it's not below our dignity to use our fingers this is not contrary to hygiene as some people believe but in fact this is ain sunnah this is the way that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to partake of his food inna ma ana abd he said i am a slave and i will eat like a slave eats so this simplicity we find shining was a glaring glowing symbol of every of the practices of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam licking the fingers as we mentioned yesterday scientifically today they find that whilst eating there is some form of there is something that is secreted by our skin that when we will lick it particularly from the fingers then this assists or aids in digestion however as we mentioned yesterday we don't do these things because science told us to do it but we do it more because rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam did it and in every sunnah our eating will become ibadat the form of worshiping allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and from the various etiquettes of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam we learn the mizaj and the temperament of islam islam does not advocate wastage innal mubadhirina kanu ikhwana shayateen allah ta'ala tells us in the quran the people who are wasteful are the brothers of shaitan we are encouraged to value the ni'mats of allah the bounties of allah eat in a manner where we consume the food all the food don't waste don't get involved in unnecessary expenditure in the food etc any case coming back to the hadith anas radiyallahu anhu says that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam whenever he would partake of food he would lick his three fingers as we mentioned yesterday also actual sunnah is to use three fingers the food is very soft and there is a necessity that i need three sometimes four or five fingers there is permission but generally we will use three fingers lick the fingers allah's rasulullah after eating would lick his fingers start with the middle finger then the index then the thumb 
And Rasulullah went on to say that if any of a, if any if a morsel of food has to fall, pick it up. Remove any source of difficulty, remove any dirt or any impediment, and thereafter eat it. What is the reason for that? Wala Yadaha Lishaitan. Do not leave it for Shaitan. This is the point we reached in the hadith up to this point yesterday. Now if you look at this injunction that Rasulullah is giving us, pick up the morsel of food that has fallen down. Ulama say tawadu'an, out of humility, out of showing appreciation to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his favor, that even this morsel I will not let it go to waste. So tawadu'an, out of humility, appreciation to Allah ta'ala, wa imtithalan li amrin nabiyya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Why pick up the morsel? Because this is fulfilling the command of Rasulullah He said pick it up, clean whatever is harmful and consume it. And one other benefit which is mentioned in the hadith, وَلَا يَدَعَهَا لِلشَّيْطَانِ Do not leave it for shaitan. So from this we learn that there are certain instances when we eat if we are not careful, then shaitan becomes our partner in the meal. Inna shaitana lakum aduwun fattakhiduhu aduwa. Allah Ta'ala tells you in the Quran, tells us in the Quran that shaitan is your enemy, so treat him like an enemy. So there has to be an active effort on our part to ensure that shaitan does not join us or partake in our meals with us. Why? Because the barakat will be gone, the nuraniyat will be gone. The blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be gone. There will be no good in that meal that we have consumed. Why? Because we ate it with shaitan. We're learning from the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu So when does shaitan join you in your meal? One is, according to this hadith, when we are wasteful when we eat. When we drop the morsel of food and we leave it, etc. Then this is when shaitan joins us in the meal. So Nabi sallallahu said, don't waste. So that shaitan, لا يدعها لشيطان, don't leave it for shaitan. From other ahadith we learn that when you do not recite Bismillah, when you don't take Allah's name before starting to eat, then also shaitan joins you in that meal. So from this we learn the importance of the great sunnah of reading Bismillah before we start eating to such an extent that ulama advised that if we had forgotten for whatever reason and we remembered during the course of our meal, then we say Bismillah, we will read it in the middle. So that at any cost, we will try or make this attempt that shaitan does not join us in the meal. The last part of the hadith is very, very interesting. In the sense that ulama kiram mentioned that in this we learn one great uslub of Rasulullah wasallam. We learn one great method of Nabi Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam which is full of benefit where Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam commands you while commands us while eating amara Anas sallallahu commanded in other words this is imperative amara he commanded that clean the utensil clean the utensil now what is the uslub when we say the great method of Rasulullah sallallahu from this we learn is the Nabi that was sufficient. Lick the plate, clean the utensil. 
to issue that command was sufficient. This is sunnah, this is an established practice, we have to do this. But Nabi Salaam doesn't leave it at that. What does he say? Qala, Anas goes on to say that Rasulullah said, Lick the plate. فَإِنَّكُمْ لَا تَدْرُونَ فِي أَيَّ Because you don't know, you don't know in which portion of the food Allah has kept His special blessings. So when we talk of usloob, what do we mean by that? That Allah's Rasul not only bayyana al-Nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam al-hukam, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Mention the command. Command is lick the plate. Clean the utensil. Then he mentioned the hikmat and the wisdom behind that command. What is the hikmat or the wisdom behind the command? لا تدرون في You don't know in which section of the food there is barakah and blessings. So, ulama ikram say, this is husnu ta'alim in Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa This is the beauty of the teaching method of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, dhakar al-hukam, he mentioned the command, wa dhakar al-hikmah, and he mentioned the wisdom behind the command. One important lesson we learn in shariat, every one of Allah's commands, there is a wisdom behind it, there is a benefit behind it. Every one of Allah's prohibitions, where Allah Ta'ala tells you, do this, there is some benefit for you. Allah is not just commanding you for the sake of commanding you. Nabi Islam is not just showing, telling you to do something for the sake of it. But every command that Allah has given us, every of ones of, of the teachings of Rasulullah there is hikmat behind it, there is wisdom behind it. And every one of the prohibitions of Sharia, in doing that there is some great benefit that you and I will get. Not only in akhirat, not only reward, not only the closeness of Allah and His Rasul but there is benefit in this world that we will get. For example, this is one example. Nabi Wasallam issues the command and with it he tells us what is the wisdom behind it. فَإِنَّكُمْ لَا تَدْرُونَ فِي أَيَّ You don't know in which portion of the food Allah has kept barakah and blessings. So this is such a beautiful such a beautiful sunnah, such a beautiful directive, that when you sit and eat, sit with this mizaj and temperament, that there is baraka somewhere in this food of mine. Special baraka. And I must not be deprived of that. I must search for it. If it means to, after I finish eating, and unfortunately today we see this is one sunnah that to a large extent has come out of our lives. Even students of shariat and deen, students in the darulum, if you look, in the mess when they eat. If you look at the plate, the plate is messed. It's hardly cleansed. Whereas the actual sunnah is take your finger and wipe. Wipe it over the plate and thereafter lick your fingers. So that in that way, the plate is licked clean. This is sunnah of Rasulullah This is not beneath our dignity. And on the one hand, as we mentioned, Every one of the talimat of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah's commands carries great benefit. The second benefit of this beautiful form of teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the ulama kiram say, dhikr al-hukam wa dhikr al-hikmah, 
that Nabi Sallallahu mentions the command and with it he mentions the wisdom behind the command. What is the second benefit of this type of teaching? He says, Ziyadatu itminanin nafs. There is more itminan, there is more acceptance in one's heart for the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why? Ulama al-Kiram say, Al-insanu bashar qad yakunu indahu iman wa taslim lihukmillahi wa rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We are human beings, we have this level of acceptance in our hearts for the command of Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But when we learn the special benefit, when we learn the hikmat, the wisdom behind a command, ulama kiram say, izdadat imanan wa yaqeenan, then our iman and yaqeen upon Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam increases. And with that, وَنَشَاطًا ala fi'alil ma'mur. Then we have more shock, more zeal in carrying out the command. For example, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi said, lick the plate clean. If we just stop there, then out of our obedience for Allah and His Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, we would lick the plate clean. If a person is following Sunnah, he'll do it. But now if he's told, lick the plate clean because you don't know in which section of the food is barakah, now you will do it or you'll do it with more zeal because now you are searching for the barakah. You have understood the reason behind the hukam. You have understood the reason behind the command of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So you will carry this injunction out with even greater shock, with even greater inclination. Like we see in the famous incident of Ibrahim alayhi salam, which is mentioned in the Quran, wherein Ibrahim alayhi salam, I'm not going to go into the incident, time is limited, wherein he brings complete iman upon Allah, Allah's qudrat and power to bring the dead to life. But, وَإِذْ قَالَ إِبْرَاهِيمُ رَبِّ أَرِنِي كَيْفَ تُحْيِي الْمَوْتَى Ibrahim alayhi salam says to Allah, Ta'ala, did ya Allah, in other words, Underlying meaning, I have complete iman that you will bring the dead to life. But how will you do it? Allah says, Awalam tu'min, have you not brought iman? He says, Ya Allah, I have brought iman. But for that greater itminan of my heart, Ya Allah, show me how you will bring the dead to life. So when one understands the hikmat and the wisdom behind Allah's command, then there is greater acceptance in one's heart for the command of Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah give us two fixed one. Alhamdulillah.